Now entering Nerdist.com. Jackie Cation, Laurie Kilmartin. Jackie Cation, Laurie Kilmartin. It's the Jackie and Laurie Show. The Jackie and Laurie Show. It's the Jackie and Laurie Show. The Jackie and Laurie Show. Are we on? Yeah. Okay. It's happening. Uh, it's, it's this will go out in moments after we drop it. <laughs> oh my god! It. After because it's it's almost it's midnight 10 now. Ten fifteen on Sunday, right on Sunday night, and uh, and so many things. First of all, and I had to just sit and wa- watch someone fall asleep. I just realized I spend. I've spent a significant part of my life watching someone fall asleep, like for the last eleven Are you speaking years. Of your loved one? No, yeah, my child. Just yeah, like your son. This is so boring, and I do it every fucking day. <laughs> you don't think he's an angel <laughs> while he sleeps? It's just him falling asleep and you getting. The- I love it when he's asleep. Yeah, I. I, I <laughs> well, mean, he's great when he's asleep. Sure. It's, being a parent is pretty awesome when they're in a deep sleep because you like, can just gaze upon them without and you're like being Look interrupted. At that. He has my eyelashes <laughs> or whatever. Mm-hmm. You pu- what somebody does when they have genetic offspring. Anyway, wow, that was um, really tender. It was super tender. I got a lot of emotion around <laughs> having, and not having kids. So I did a bunch of sets tonight. I did two sets. Kirsel Tonovich and I drove around together i was telling you um we did the mm-hmm. open space over by canters and Love then we that. went over to the wine shop in atwater village yeah owena vina that's not anything like how that would be pronounced and um is but it, it was, pink is it kind of pink it's got a lot of remember in the 80s the aids art that was sort of cartoony yeah, what you mean, but, Keith Haring? That's what I'm thinking of. AIDS art. Oh my God, it's it Keith was Haring. a benefit for AIDS. Oh my God, I did a lot of benefits for AIDS. Oh my God, how am I the villain? What just happened? See, Ugh. why do I have a career at all? AIDS See, art. Let's talk about Norm. No, but uh, <laughs> but the thing is, it's no, well, whatever. They put a bunch of posters up that remind me of it, but aren't anything like it. Speaking okay. of speaking of me digging a hole even deeper, knock off, knock off AIDS art, and. <laughs> See, you're never alone. You want to offend the the world? There you go. Hang out with people. So yeah, so we uh, I got to do two sets. But here's the weird thing: is uh, before I went upstate to visit my mother-in-law, I did two sets on Friday, and the first one was at the West Side Comedy Theater in yeah. Santa Monica, yeah. off the Third Street Promenade. Right, and I love um, that place. It's great. Uh, the parking lot is under construction and but oh, the, the first window hour, it is? yeah so it's closed no you just got to go on the fifth floor oh yeah and it's uh and so i'm lazy so but the first hour and a half is free and um yeah it's cheap it's cheap and this you know west side it usually pays the producers okay i've seen i don't know if it pays everyone but i've done the show there and i've seen people uh, do paperwork with the door guy I've done many shows without being paid there. And I've never been paid before. This one paid. Oh. I got 20 bucks. And uh, it was a delight. So, and, uh, and, and I... 30 but, years in show business? Right. $20 later. Awesome. And so... But the, the crazy thing is, is I didn't like the set at all. Because I got up. Yeah. And I was working... And there was a guy in the front row. This happened to you. This has happened to you. This happened to everybody. Yeah. There's a dude in the front row. He's a giant... Uh, grumpy dude right he's got uh what looks to be 
um, he he's looks very fit. Like, he's just a big buff dude. Right. And then his wife or girlfriend is very pretty. They're both dressed up. It's Friday night in Santa Monica. They're, they have another friend, a young uh, another young woman. All three of them are very good looking. It's all working out for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, sit-ups, genetics. It's, it's great. So he, sh- every joke, he shakes his head. Oh. Shakes me off. Nope. Like a, like like he's is it a laugh is it a laugh shake or is it a just a I don't it's appreciate. a he's smiling and I don't appreciate he's like mm, I'm laughing against my will shake no mm-hmm. and he's shaking it off it's infuriating yeah me. of course uh, the two women he's with are laughing their asses off right and it's a delight yeah uh, his wife no, the third shake she notices he's shaking it off and shuts her down. And so Wait, I, he shuts her down. Yeah. So it shuts her down. Okay. So she notices his okay. mood. Disapproval. Yeah. And so she just like, that's why I don't want to be in a relationship. I don't, oh. I don't want to be dampered and <laughs> by some, by, by some, some head shaking bearded guy. Right. Yeah. And so anyway, I just got so angry um, and I got a pretty funny line out of it. I was like, you guys don't, it was something along the lines of, and I don't know that I'll ever do it again, but it was something along the lines of, oh, you don't like the political stuff? Well, then fucking vote. And, <laughs> oh, uh, you'll do that again. <laughs> I should do that again, right? <laughs> it's, uh, um, cause, uh, then I will write dick jokes and my life will be much, all of our lives will be better. Can't if, wait to not be on Twitter. Yeah. So it'll be great. So, um, and then, so the set was irritating. Right. And so I was like, oh, I didn't like it. I didn't feel like it went very well. And then, the second set, I went over to... Oh, son of a bitch. Where was the second set? It was great, though. I freaking murdered. Had yeah. a lovely set. Enjoyed yes. myself thoroughly. Yes. And have forgotten the wonderful place that allowed me to do stand-up. Oh, the American Legion. Oh, you know the right American- near the Hollywood Bowl? Yeah, Tamara Brown. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's a fun one. It was great. It can be, it can be a bar gig sometimes. It was a bar gig. Yes. And I didn't... And it was funny because Will Miles was there. Yeah. And... Uh, uh, Gethard, Chris Gethard, Chris Gethard. Was oh, there. really? Yeah. Wow. And um, it was a great lineup. Everybody did wonderful. Uh, names I'm spacing, but everybody was great. And um, <laughs> and and that set went really well. Yeah. And there was I I had that moment that you have mentioned. Yes. Where wh- there were two women in the audience who, when I got up, they were like, "That's a woman." <laughs> and they were like, "Oh, cool!" Of course, at the American Legion, yeah, yeah. yeah and they yeah. were kind of, and then I, I was doing my, and they were just bouncing up and down on their chairs. And I'm like, "Oh, cool, women uh, psyched." Yeah, it was awesome. I felt yeah. I don't usually notice that, so it was cool. I did. Uh, so Thursday was it? No, it was Wednesday. I had a set at at the Zephyr Theater, oh, which yeah. is this little tiny theater. Um, I think it's on Melrose and it's really fun. It was a fun room. Yeah. And, and I had, once I booked that, I had canceled another spot at the clubhouse mm-hmm. and, uh, cause I thought there were competing spots. And so I canceled it way in advance, no guilt. <laughs> and then I got an email from the producer. Hey, you're on it. You know, nine 30. I'm like, I fucking emailed you. you too emailed- much. Like I never email in time. And I, right. this time I jumped right on it before my procrastination yeah, yeah. could kick in. And um, and he didn't respond oh. to that email. What? So then I get another email. Here's the lineup. And I'm like, you know what? I could do both these spots. <laughs> so <laughs> so then I, I kind of went out to the clubhouse. And um, it was it was more like uh, there were some San Francisco acts, you know, there yeah. like Lincoln Earl was there. 
And uh, then there were some guys in the audience that were San Francisco comics that like. Oh, right. So you it was know, a pile of San Francisco comics? Yeah, like from, from the, the 80s day? and 90s. Yeah. So it was like, ah, do I want, I don't know if I want to do jokes in front of these guys, you know, but then yeah. I'm like, oh, there's other people here too. It was fun. It was it fine. It ended up being fun? Yes, okay. yes, yes. That's awesome. Uh, and then um, this weekend, I went, I, my body's in a weird space right now. I So I took the, my JetBlue Red Eye on Friday night Yeah, and uh, got in and, and then I did um, Lane Moore's Tinder Live. Oh, how was that? It's really fun. Oh, it kind of makes me want to go on Tinder. But no. <laughs> oh, my God. So close. <laughs> wow. That, that was almost two full beats but, of you going... No. And Wait. weren't you tempted to jump in and interrupt? And you didn't. Look at you. Yeah. We're both growing We're as growing humans. We're growing as people. It's hilarious. So uh, it's really fun. What, and but the, so it, these guys are on live, right? Yeah. They don't know they're being, um, they're part Locked? of a live show. Okay. So they're just matching with her. And then she starts texting with them. And we all just start commenting and making fun. Gentle fun. Not, you know, oh, like, not brutal. Not like, oh, that guy, you know, looks like a rapist or whatever. You know, yeah. just like fun. So, oh, she, <laughs> so she went there. You know, they, they write their own hobbies and stuff yeah. like that and then yeah, then yeah. it's like all right so you're, you're giving us stuff on it. exactly yeah so th- that was uh that was a lot of fun and that was the only show i did i i it was in, in brooklyn York? yeah oh, that's right because you i did a podcast a beforehand okay. i had been avoiding it there's a podcast that jordan um oh my god sperber does okay. called uh what's the grief and mm-hmm. it's a grief podcast and i had avoided it for a long time because yeah. you were grieving no, I just felt because well. his his was based off of his brother dying, mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh, that's ten times worse than my dad dying, right? And I didn't want it. I'm like, ah, I, I can't. <laughs> yes, I'm very competitive. Well, I I don't know why two years later the big reveal, <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, he won. He yes. no, so uh, so I guess I just avoided that for a while. But then we did it uh, near. Um, Littlefield, which is where uh, yeah. Tinder Live does, yeah. uh, is performed, and uh, it was fun. Uh, it was good. It was really good. And then, uh, then I just you know took the old train back to Harlem and um, stayed up for a couple hours. My sleep was all off, and then I I had the the seven thirty flight out oh, this really? morning, and wow. I got back here around twelve because there was it was delayed, of course. And then I I took like a five and a half hour nap. So nice. I'm both tired and awake right now. Yeah, that is uh, that is quite. This is uh, you know what today I spent. My mother in law is looking for uh, they're big fans of getting a new car. So. By the way, we we never say upstate when we're going up in California. You know, I know. that's a very Midwest thing. Okay? I'm the only one who likes to refer to. I actually yeah, Fresno like is not upstate. Okay? I'm not going to Fresno. Whatever it is, whatever it is, but uh, I like to call it upstate because the state is huge. The state of California is enormous. That's not how we. That's not how we do it. I, I know that's not. I you, need you. You to say stop. the for. <laughs> Well, now we know I won't. <laughs> I That's say hilarious. what? Um, it's uh, the four or five. Oh yeah, you. the five, the four or five. Yeah, yeah. When, uh, yeah, when I when people weren't doing that, um, that was very. It was disturbing, was jarring. Yeah. It was jarring. Yes. Well, let me just say that. Uh, so, I was look. I went looking for cars with my mother-in-law today. Okay. And um, at one point, I was riffing a little too hard with the sales guy. Oh. And Andy was like, 
she's kidding. And I was like, oh, shit. And I said, Did I riff too much? She said, just just a little bit. Just gonna get a pretty good save there in the end. I said, that was you. <laughs> so slowing down the, the, the thing. Okay, so now do you want... I want the gossip. You want the gossip. Yeah, and then we'll talk about Norm. Louis C.K. has supposedly a new girlfriend. Interesting. Well, that's going to happen, Jackie. I'm told. When you're an attractive, middle-aged, overweight guy (laughs) who masturbates in front of people, ladies are going to flock to that. They can't stop themselves. Uh Uh Uh-huh. Oh, my God. Is it a comic? Uh Uh-huh. No! And is no. it one of the new young feminist icons? What? Let yeah. me give you the name. No. Yes. No. <laughs> and what? You know what Kira Sultanovich says? No, that can't be true. That's what she said. No. She said this is a ploy. What? This has got to be a ploy. And I was like, what kind of ploy? And uh, she gave a, she was like, it's a Tom Cruise beard, is what she said it was. And I was like, I don't know. Why would she I do know that? an idiot. That woman would not, as far as I know. That can't she's be true. Not, she's not that desperate. I, no, but not at all. I, the, wait, no, wait, what are you saying is the truth? That she's an idiot uh, that, early that 30s? That she would need, or, that she would or, need that or want, or that's, why would she participate in any of this? No, I, <laughs> right, I, I would like to I think refuse. The, the, the source that I have got it from uh, two different people and something in the, uh, the New York Times called the Blind Something, which I don't know what that is. The wait, no, that's not the New York Times. That's the New York Post. New York Post, yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh my God! I need that. Uh, that I would like that that's... to be confirmed. Or, uh, and and the thing is, is I'm glad we're not saying it. If it's if it's a publicity stunt, screw that. That can't be true. They, I can't. It's hard to process that. I can't handle it. But what I didn't like was that she made me guess. And uh, so I'm like naming all of these women (laughs) comics that I I love. I was like, Kate Willett? Exactly. (laughs) And I was like, no, she's going out with the Minneapolis comic. Okay. Um, Raj uh, Mehat? Okay. I forget his name. What? No. Um, Yeah. And... uh, or I'm getting his first name wrong. Anyway, but the uh, always likely. That, this is shot in the dark. This is got, 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 I was like, we're in shambles right now. Yeah. It was like, I was glad wow. to hear that it wasn't Beth Stelling. I was glad oh, to yeah. hear that it wasn't. Here's the people I was psyched that it wasn't. Kate right. Berlant. Right. Uh, I was psyched that it wasn't Amy Schumer. Right. Um, oh, well, yeah, she's married. Yeah, she people married are. A chef. Oh, did she? Yeah. You know, and Rachel Feinstein, did I tell you she married a firefighter? I saw that. Oh, my God. I saw the pictures on Instagram. Yeah. I was like, what's happening? Wow. And uh, I didn't know how to um, respond to that because I... And Nikki Glaser is on uh, Dancing with the Stars. I saw that. That's, That's awesome. hilarious. Yes. I know it. I know it. It's... Just, it's um... Yeah. And she said she doesn't, she doesn't dance. She's never danced. I said, well, then it's going to be perfect. Well, she, she's she was... com- maybe she's comedic. Yeah, I mean, she was talking about she. I didn't know she had um, Lyme disease. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. She had mentioned that on Twitter. Oh, I don't that's know. It was a just lot. Sometimes I've been uh, popping in on her feed and just finding out a lot about her recently. Maybe she's uh, opening up more, or maybe I just hadn't seen those tweets. Or, before. <laughs> right? Maybe it was you just hit a, a stream of, <laughs> of some real. Yeah, Glazer River. Yeah. Um. 
so Norm. so that's that that is oh, that's banana that's banana land. that please anyway don't let that be true i want that i want it to be not true on so many levels but norm yeah is here's here's the thing about norm mcdonald first of all has he been i meant to check has he been doing stand-up this whole time i think he does gigs i don't think he's yeah, he he's like Stephen Wright, just been working the road and and just yeah, he's not like popping in and doing spot. Is he popping in at the store? I I haven't heard that. No, but no I, I, I'm I haven't not heard of him store, popping so. at either of the yeah. But uh, but I but I think he does small theaters. Is what. Okay. Oh. And I think he's. And oh, I think cool. 10, 12 years ago, he was doing his own theaters and yeah. stuff. And so I think he's 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 always been doing the road for a yeah. long time. He's like. I think of him as um, sort of like Stephen Wright in the way that um, we don't hear a lot about Stephen Wright. But yeah. Stephen Wright is still working. Yeah. Right, Dude's right. still writing jokes and working the road. Yeah. Anyway, so somebody asked Norm MacDonald his opinion about Nanette. And um, and my favorite – did you see me, me post – because my favorite line from that uh, – That interview? Was uh, – I haven't seen it. I didn't want to watch it because I didn't want to comment. But I read about it, and so here are my comments. <laughs> I, <laughs> I was like, that is such a stand-up comic way. <laughs> I mean, and it all it they Fallon kicked. He wouldn't have him on. He was like, fool me once. I'm an well, idiot. Well, not because of Nanette, because he because he he had more sympathy for uh, the people that lost their careers because they deserved right. to, <laughs> right? <laughs> then uh, the people who lost their careers because they were blackballed by people's management. Yeah, wait, who is it? Roseanne and who else did? And he? Louis and Louis. Oh, that's yeah. right. Oh, he was like, because they're his friends, and so yeah. Here's the thing: like, we're I'm we're all discovering we're all friends with psychopaths. Yeah, and there are monsters. <laughs> we're we all... all gonna be in this situation one day. Going, <laughs> I can't believe it. I, I, you know, and and right. you can't talk to someone's friend who's who's known them for X amount of years and expect to get a reasonable response from them. So you right. you're not gonna get norm commenting intelligently on louis or even not, jerry seinfeld or the everyone's like a hands-off like glee kind of thing and right and and you want everyone i mean except for the fact that i will say this is and there there are comics that i know like if i know a monster yeah i genuinely don't know that like yeah, i same, same here same here. i am acquainted uh, and and I think we would have been friends if we ever hung out a lot, but I I I knew him well enough to hang out with him a bit. Is Chris Hardwick, mm-hmm. and when his thing happened, we talked about it, and I said he sounds like he was a shitty boyfriend to this woman, mm-hmm. and th- to uh, to my knowledge, th- everything got hashed out and resolved and 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 aired out and and things happened right and and people. You mean he's back. He's back, of yeah, course, yeah. and 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 there is and and there's always this talk about redemption and all this talk about how do you fix being an asshole? Right. It's very hard to fix being a monster, like Bill Cosby. Right. 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 That right. you don't come back from that. Right. Right. And um, and so like, if Louis C.K. is my friend, and I find out that he's forcing women to watch him jerk off. That's a line I don't want to go back. Yeah. I'm not coming back from that. 
But I, he's not my friend. I don't know him. Right. I've met him a handful of times, and he was always decently polite to me. And yeah, same here. I mean, it's it's also like this thing with Kavanaugh, where um, so today this woman she allowed her name to be used, and right. she you know described graphically what happened. And did you read it? I did read it. It's like, oh yeah, we've all been there. Yeah. You know, you've been there in a situation where you're like. Uh, okay, I just want to live through this. I just got to get out of this. I just want to live through this. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, she survived. 15 years old. And either the other dude whose name is Mark Judge, which is a little extra confusing. His name is Judge and Kavanaugh's trying to be a judge. It's like, is there enough in the story that's... (laughs) So... He jumped on the two of them either to stop. I don't. I couldn't tell if it was a pile on, like he wanted in on it, or he was trying to stop Brett Kavanaugh from right. doing what he was doing. He was probably seems like he was a blackout drunk. Oh, um, the, the judge guy. Yeah, Kavanaugh. Oh, okay. Yeah, they. Uh, he oh, drank a, a lot. A blackout drunk. He was at the time. I okay. don't know, but he's not a Benny to anything. Oh, and and and, but we don't know if Judge was drunk too. Or? No. Okay. Nah. So she said he was. So he probably. Okay. They probably got hammered together. Yeah. They were probably saw all her go upstairs yeah. or whatever. And um, so now. The response, you know, from women today, it was kind of interesting. It was like, oh, my God, we have to protect her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like we because in, in what she wrote, is she said, I know this is going I know what's going to happen to me. And I didn't want to come forward because I didn't want to be slandered like I'm about to be. But I feel like it's important enough to do it. Right. The Supreme so, Court. We, it's we incredibly all, brave. Of her. We all know what she's going through. We yeah. all, we all could be in that situation. Like we, y- you and I have each had situations where if the person was going to be Supreme court justice, we would have to say, Oh, this thing yes. happened. Yes. So she happened to have a horrible, situ- a horrible interaction with somebody who went on to become right. a potential Supreme court justice. Well, the rest of us have had guys that go on to work at seven 11 or what, you know what I mean? It's <laughs> right. like, it's, it's her, the auto zone guy. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to have to, it's work. her bad luck that yeah. the guy that attacked her when she's a teenager, you can pretty much assume that's going to happen when you're a teenage girl. She went girl. to a private school, obviously. Fi- no, no, but it's I mean, a, it's her bad luck that the, yeah, it yeah, was somebody like co- that completely, you know? So she's, she's coming forward and she's like our age. Yeah. You and know? she's rising to the occasion, which yeah, I and completely appreciate. No one and, our age, even if you want to, say oh they you want to be famous for being i mean that argument is so crazy anyway but at our age do we want no we don't know <laughs> one i don't want anyone i just want to tell marketers i, I want to want... sleep eight hours a day and smell flowers okay <laughs> that's all i want out of life now oh my god to be direct to have eric erickson or whatever whatever fucking red wing or red stater is going to come after her it's, it's really um, shitty wait so but norm but how it ties back to Norm is how men see these things, yeah. how some men see these youthful interactions or how male comics who've maybe done, you know, gone to strip clubs with, the, you know, after a show or they've come, hung out and done some sort of sketchy shit that might not be At illegal. The yes. How they see it is really obviously from a potential perp's point of view. Right. And we see it as from potential victims. And I, I think Norm was really surprised at... Um, to learn. The, <laughs> to yeah. learn. The, the learning curve right now is super steep. I'm working on a bit about it with Whitey Magoos and menfolk. Right. And decent men can hear it. Mm-hmm. And I think that Norm heard it. I genuinely do. I do too. Yes. I genuinely think yes. Norm McDonald was like... 
Oh, <laughs> and you're and you want to shake them and go, yeah, yeah. I mean, the other thing, you're sitting around talking in an interview. You know, it goes a couple hours, right? Oh and you just start riffing, and and there's you can't. Sometimes your the tone of voice takes you someplace, or sometimes you're just bullshitting, and you don't. You, you forget f- that this is going to be on in print and yes. read as if it's a gospel, right. Right. you know, when you were just bullshit. I was thinking about what will it be? What will what will someone inadvertently ask me that I will not know about that I will just express an opinion <laughs> and know. will blow up my career? And yeah. I've decided it's Israel. Ah. Someone will say, what do you think about Israel? And I won't have enough information and I'll just blurt something out uh-huh. and it'll be over. It'll be over, you guys. I'll be doing triple runs if I'm allowed. <laughs> anyway. Um, so, yeah. And, and I know somebody had uh, had had a DM conversation and he felt he when she explained her point of view a little bit more, he had genuine remorse. And so and, and other women comics that know him better than I do. Yeah. Have also come forward and said, you know what? I actually. uh, uh I saw Morgan Murphy's tweet, essentially. Okay, okay. And I genuinely respect Morgan Murphy yes, as far yes. as, like, she's sort of, she's been in this boys' world kind yes. of situation. Yeah, yeah. Even more, like, she's been in the writer's room yeah. kind of situation. You're saying she likes sports. She likes sports <laughs> a lot, you guys. She knows. Did you know that football can have a tie? I didn't know. She has multiple TV screens to watch sports. I'm like, oh, what is that. happening there? I saw that three TV screens. <laughs> Morgan Murphy's. She should be a comic of the week, but she really oh, doesn't. Yeah. She might not need the Lori and Jackie bump. Yeah. Hey, where are we at, by the way? Twenty five. Maybe another five. <laughs> but anyway, so she so she had talked to him or what did her tweet say? Her tweet said that she she had watched the interviews with him and she uh, and I think she knows him better than I do because I, I, yeah. I've met him, I think, once. Yeah. And I've talked to him a little bit on Twitter. But she was like, and she believed him. She, like, it was, it felt like genuine remorse. And I read some of the, I haven't watched the interviews because I have a hard time watching anything with the talking. I want to read what people said because yeah. it's harder to lie. Right. Anyway, so, but I think that it's real. I genuinely I do. I do too. Yeah. And um, he, <laughs> He also, when he went on Stern, he said, I would have to have oh, Down no. syndrome to think that. Oh, my God. Yeah, Which he is made a that... joke on the fact that you can't say, say retarded right. anymore. But that, it's like, oh, and then, dude, that's and not then, the time to do that no, joke. Ever. I love that joke, but that's not the time. And then he tagged it with, that's my new word, Down syndrome. <laughs> and you're like, you are genuinely Comics killing me, McDonald. Help themselves. No, no. He wants to dig a hole and shove dirt in his own face. And I was like, Do you think do you think this is because like on the one hand there's it's John Stewart and people have gone to comedians for actual political commentary instead of realizing a lot of comedians are dumb sometimes i mean genuinely dumb and uh shouldn't be sought their opinions shouldn't always be sought on some things just let them talk about what they talk about right do not that's that that, that's can you hear that yeah okay okay. right i'm doing a load i hope you don't mind (laughs) you're doing a little laundry yeah there you go here we are um but the yeah, I think uh, I genuinely think if you ask any comic mm-hmm. about any topic, what do you think about the the plight of elephants? Just go. You can I ask, don't know. I don't know a comic in the world who would say I don't know. 
I swear to God, they would make up an opinion for anything. <laughs> Perfect. That can't hurt. It got a little loud. All right. Um, but those so. jeans are going to be clean, man. You're going to have clean it. jeans. I did forget to tell you that the guy, the guy at, at West at Westside, uh, the comic who followed me, John, and I can't remember his last name, mm-hmm. uh, is very tall, blonde guy, very funny. Uh, but he got up and he didn't know. Like I didn't say anything to the giant dude with the two with the wife and the, and the oh, friend. You just were you were fuming I, the entire. I, I, I was fuming around and toward, yeah, but not at. And um, that guy got up and he the one of the first things he said to that guy to the to the giant dude in the in the crowd, he said, "You look like a bully." And interesting, um, yeah. And he said, "I look like a bully." So I mean, I know what it looks like. <laughs> You're just and you just have that look on your face that goes. Mm, I don't know. Hmm. And, and, and I was like, and then, and then I think he was riffing. I don't think it was a bit. He, he ended up kind of with an interesting premise about, you know how like there, there, there's, there's big guys who do jokes about being big and, mm-hmm. and, and, and sort of looking intimidating and trying to fight that fight. Right. Right. Um, I, he, it wasn't that bit. He was talking about how he literally, it was sort of that angle about how he how he has to act around people to make sure they don't think he's going to push them into a lot. Kamau Bell has a, a lot of material about that. Oh, I read. Did you read his book? No, I haven't. I have it. I haven't read it, though. Oh, my God. It's so good. And his re- his reveal about sexism. Yeah. Was fascinating. Oh, really? Yeah. Because he had this one man show he was doing up in the Bay Area. Yeah. And he was looking for feedback, and he had a couple of comics, and he had been sort of lauded. Yeah. And so he was getting all this positive feedback. Right, right. Critically acclaimed. Critically acclaimed. And then he had, a, like, an actor-director friend who wasn't a comic uh, watch the tape, and she was like, I like it. No, you're really funny. I, the sexism was a little weird. Oh, he had no idea? He had no ah, idea. Ah, he told a story about one of his first experiences with racism. Yeah. And he was, uh, he was playing spin the bottle or doctor or something like that with, with a a bunch of other kids and this little girl, um, they, he was like seven and the little girl wouldn't kiss him or wouldn't, uh, play doctor with him, but she would do it with the white kids. Oh. And so it was his first experience of racism. And, but in the joke, he calls her a bitch. Oh man! And um and the and his friend. I mean, goes, it must have got a good laugh. Well, that's what <laughs> you're hilarious Look. because his friend goes. What's now, your, why would you call her a bitch? She was seven. She wasn't really being a bi- a bitch. She was being racist. And he goes, because it gets a laugh. <laughs> and she said, Yeah, but I'm saying it isn't funny. It's sexist. Why do you keep saying? It? He said, It's not sexist. It's funny. It gets a laugh. And she's like. Uh-huh. No, I know it gets a laugh. What I'm saying is that it's sexist, and uh, if you wouldn't do it, that'd probably be better. And so he changed it to uh, that little bitch. He went to that little doctor, and he said it got the same fucking laugh. That little doctor? Yeah, because she was clearly also not a doctor. They were playing doctor. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And okay. um, so he said he hmm. changed the word, and it got just as good of a laugh. Oh. And it was the first time he was like, huh? Hmm. I may not be as uh, awakened on all suits <laughs> as I think. It t- it's so, hard to get woke, man. It takes a while. It 
the learning curve is real. Dude, I am still going through a lot of sets. Oh, are you still watching tape? <sighs> Oof. <laughs> are, oh, is there some reveals well, of your yeah, own humanity? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Turns out Lori Kilmartin, human. Well, here's like I had um, my best friend mm-hmm. is gay, right? And that was, um, but we we met on a triple run. Yeah. And of course that was an, inc- that was a setup of, that was like a premise. Yeah. I was like, oh my God, I've got a gay best friend. <laughs> Thank you, 10 minutes of material. Uh-huh. And... <laughs> And to see, like, to see me starting, like, oh, my mom was so homophobic when she met her, and then I, and then I changed it to me being homophobic, and I, wow. I, I was just like kind of struggling with what to do with it, and and because um, in San Francisco in those days there was a couple gay comics, but they they mostly they were on mostly a different circuit, except right. for like Marga Gomez and yeah. stuff, but um, but then when straight comics are talking about gay people it was all it was just a little i'm not gay but i, I don't know i was just trying to do it from a different yeah. angle and how did it work it was just i was like oh yeah was it any good yeah you know it for was, the time it's it's stuff that's for its time was fine yeah. but i would never do it now no no but i mean was there anything there that would work now that you could pull out nah Nah, I'm I'm like, there's got to be something in the vault to use. Is what I'm saying. There's some stuff I could use. There's some stuff. As soon as I got, start a notebook. I don't understand. I know. I will. But as soon as I got pregnant, I I just dropped a ton of material because it wasn't interesting to me anymore. But now I'm like, I could, I could still make that stuff work if I had to. You know, if I was, do I want to spend my time making things work if I have to? Like, is that what is that my artistic goal? You know, or yeah. is that just filling time? Uh, well, I, I, mean, I don't know. Or or maybe it's just b- bits that'll make money on Sirius if they get played over and over well, again. There's, well, I mean, all there's nothing wrong with any of that, except yeah. for that I was thinking that there might be um, premises, because you were saying that you were looking for new premises. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying do a premise, oh my God, my best friend is gay. Right. Because as a premise... That's really been covered. You are yes, correct. Yes. And uh, so. It was pretty new in the early 90s. I'm not I'll t- I'll t- right. You. you got. And uh, and certainly in your life. Which, and which meant it made sense. Very early abortion jokes. Right. And all four. Uh, <laughs> a, so a what? All four. All four abortion jokes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did them all. <laughs> you did them all. Had to be done. You know that Ketlinger abortion joke? Which one? The one. The Ket, uh, one Laura's? About, yeah. No, Laura Ketlinger. It? It's uh, she's pregnant. Uh, oh, don't clap. I'm not keeping it. It's something like that. Yeah, it's, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's like, it's better than that. Yeah. Why don't I, why don't we give her that? <laughs> no, that is a great joke. And I think people <laughs> have done it since then. Oh, like Including others? every pregnant, you know, person. Oh, oh right, right. Yeah. yeah. There's the, it, it's sort of a go-to, it's in the zeitgeist, I guess. Now, yeah. Or it's in the, the ether. Y- 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 hey, when you're pregnant on stage, you got to. You can oh toy with the audience. I remember the first great pregnant joke I did see was uh, Colleen Cruz in Minneapolis. Yeah. She had to be six, seven months pregnant on stage. And she said, clearly I put out. <laughs> and that, was the, that was how she'd open it. And then, But then she didn't do any, she didn't have a lot of material about being pregnant. Mm. She was like, acknowledged jokes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I kind of love. Yeah. Yeah, I love, you know, it's like uh, when someone's super Ali Wong, or, both yeah. of her specials barely mentioned that she was like eight that or nine months pregnant. Oh, yeah. really? 
that, that she's no, pregnant. That she's Asian. No, that she's pregnant. <laughs> but it, but it's true too. Like when Asian but comics or or women comics right. or heavy or anything, right? Or yeah. gay. You're just like state the obvious. There's the joke about it. Let us move on. I am also well, yeah, a human. But, but if yeah, but also maybe you want to go in in deeper. So no, know. no. I mean, if you've got material on yeah. it, I, I I don't have a problem with it. But it is always nice. Yeah, when you're you just speak from it's a little less predictable. Yeah, like as soon as they see you with your thing that makes you not white male, they're mm-hmm. everyone's like, oh, we're gonna hear five minutes on your tribe or whatever. Right? Yes. Right. But, you know, their five minutes on their tribe might be awesome. Right. Weird. Mm -hmm. Okay, so this week I'm doing, I only have sets Friday and Saturday, weirdly. I'm doing doing a a web series called Um Actually. Um Actually. It's essentially uh, a game show about nerds. Where nerds are asked many questions. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a delightful dork forest kind of uh, crossover, as far as I'm concerned, and it pays. So okay, um, it's a I'm web series. doing a Conan writer show tomorrow night. Where at Flappers Monday night? Yeah, not sure if the big man's coming or not. He is tall. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he might, but he, he might, might not. But he might not. Um, but and- it's you and Kylie and everybody. Yeah, yeah, super yeah, fun. Yeah. And then I have uh, I'm doing bark for at, for Vance oh, for Sanders Vance. at uh, I'm doing an escape room somebody for a friend's birthday so we're gonna go to an escape room on Wednesday oh that's not fun um I'm not good at them but Ugh. it is people love people love you, them you got to get people, a spot and get out of that oh my god <laughs> no, I actually like the people no I'm no. just really bad at puzzles. Can't, can't. Why do you, you always got to solve something when you hang out with people. You're either playing games, you're solving a murder, you're escaping from a room. Can't you just fucking hang out? Uh, I think we're also going to go to dinner. Is that something? That's yes. something. It'll be great. I'm at West Side on Friday. Oh, yeah. And, uh, I'm in yeah, Silver Lake, a, the bamboo room in Silver Lake. Have you ever done that? Um, and then Saturday, I I'm haven't. doing Dynasty Typewriter, and then a Valley show for Eileen Yang that I oh, don't that's know where nice. it is offhand. I'm at uh, are you do- uh, Northridge. No, uh, okay. I don't think it's in Northridge. You got a Northridge? Set? Yeah, on Saturday night, and I'm at Flappers for their five minute. I'm doing five minutes on their birthday show, oh, and okay. then heading out to Northridge. A lot of birthdays. Yeah. Did you see? There's. <laughs> Remember? Uh, I think we heard there was a one of the clubs. There's a club that shall remain nameless. Oh, I got I got to do a video for them. Yes. Okay. Right. Well, I don't uh, know. Oh well. <laughs> you're about to you're about to slam them, and I'm I I reveal I range you back. You should with hold my me winking. Back. Like, hey, well, you could get work there eventually. Stop one it. Day. I know. <laughs> I totally want to work there too. I know. There's so many clubs that I would love to work, and they aren't monsters. They just don't book a lot of women. And you're like, so yeah, it'd be nice if they booked more women or how about this? Just me. (laughs) (laughs) So so, yeah, you're you're actually more pro you than pro women. That's understandable. I'm I'm a human. I'm I'm alive. (laughs) I'm going to be at, uh, at uh, Hilarities in Cleveland Thanksgiving weekend, the Friday through Sunday. Yes. I'm doing Ottawa and Toronto and Buffalo with Maria the week after next. Wow. Yeah. That's a fucking lot of flying. Uh, we were going to take the train. Whoa. I know, because I think the Toronto thing is JFL 42. Oh. 
Oh, fun. So, um, and I might be doing a dork forest, I think, at that one. I might, I, I asked if uh, Courtney Gilmore could do it. She's a Toronto comic. Do you know her? No. Mm-mm. She's, uh, I, re- so. I worked with her. Ian Atlas got me in with her. She might have been a comic of the week one time. She's I very funny. I don't think funny. so. Uh, well, now we have someone to add to the list. Right. If Our she giant has list. Let's do, yeah, let's do comic of the week, by the way. Yes. Uh, Jesse Johnson. Yeah, Jesse. It's a it's it's a it's a it's Kyle Clark uh, tossed into the in, into the room, and you just worked. I with just her. worked with her in Ventura at Levity, and she's really funny. Yeah, yeah. And I looked her up, and I freaking loved her Facebook, uh, her calendar page. Right? Yeah. I was like, I think she's relatively new, right? Yeah, like probably five years in. Yeah. Okay. So she is doing gigs that I'm like, oh. It oh, turns out Jesse Johnson wants to do stand up. She's hustling. Yeah. 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 Oh my God, she's doing Tulare. She's going to yeah. You're going to Phoenix. Is that Wait, the good one? Tulare, where? Tulare. Uh, it's up by Visalia. In Tulare, in upstate California. It's upstate California by Visalia. Yeah, I know yeah. where it is. I'm from here. Okay, I drive up and down the five and ninety nine my whole life. I know where things are. Well, there's a gig up there. Oh, who books it? Uh, I mean, that one's at Barmageddon. Yeah, Barmageddon. Okay. That guy I, Jeremiah, yeah. Bar, yeah. Barmageddon? Barmageddon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What, do you think that there's some adult beverages being served at Barmageddon? Mm-hmm. Maybe there's a, there's. I think there's people giving up, some career drunks <laughs> sitting at Barmageddon that you could do stand-up comedy sure. for. Sure. threw up in their alley and then got on stage. <laughs> Kyle just said that he threw up in their alley and then got on stage. <laughs> when will he get his own mic? When will it happen? But yeah. Jesse Johnson, uh, is it, you said it was... Yeah. Jet Ski Johnson on Twitter at Jet Ski Johnson on Twitter. Cool. Yeah, that's awesome. So she is our comic of the week, you guys. Look for her, uh, at Third Space in Phoenix oh, as yeah. well, which I've done that once. I've as never well. done that. What is that? It's a Thursday. I've done it before. I did uh, Tucson. Oh, okay. It's it's kind Have of a nice. Have you been back routing. to Tucson recently? I haven't, and I had to cancel my Tucson gig with Maria so I could uh, work with Brian Regan. Oh, because Regan's doing. Uh, we're doing um, Canada and all of Minnesota. Oh, fuck! So Duluth, Rochester, and Minneapolis, plus I think Winnipeg. How, yeah, so that's many? Where Duluth is that are. five nights? It's uh, four nights, but it's probably five, and we'll probably. Base out of Minneapolis because Rochester's only a little over an hour south. Yeah, but Duluth is two hours north. Wow! And uh, so you're just gonna hold. You're gonna get a hotel in Minneapolis and drive every day. Yeah, but Winnipeg is five or six hours, so we'll wow. probably start in Winnipeg. I forget what it is, but it'll be neat. It'll be it's. Oh, it, that sounds great. It's it's the beginning of November. How much so time do you do? I just do twenties. And then fifteen to twenty. Is this after Vietnam? It's after. It's right after Vietnam. So are you do, are you going to do sets in Vietnam to stay I'm, sharp? I'm doing one in Vietnam and one in Bangkok. Oh my god, that's awesome! Yeah, and so and I'm going to work on. I've decided. I you know his crowd is so different. Yeah, that I, I'm like, but I want to do some of the new stuff because you want Brian Regan to see the new stuff. Sure, Did, um, but is he watching it all? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, he just stands on the side. <laughs> Oh, yeah, you do. Yeah, he stands on the side because he wants to read the room. Right, right. And get sort of the feel of that. Did I tell you that the, I think I did tell you because it happened right now. It was devastating to me. It's yeah. the night before Carnegie Hall. I did, uh, I was supposed to do 15 to 20. I did 12 because I was so in my head about Carnegie Hall. Yeah. I went short. And as we, as I introduced him and we passed, he went, you went a little short. Oh! And I was like, oh! I am so sorry. And. 
I apologized and he was like, it's okay, but what, because I usually push the 20. Oh, that's funny. So he and wasn't uh, ready. He, right. So he was like, what the fuck? <laughs> What's going-? He did not say what the fuck, because uh, he's Brian Regan. He thinks it. He's alive. Well, you know, he's, stage, he's, he's uh, uh, well, yeah. And, yeah, he swears occasionally. But, uh, and you know, he's on that show on Amazon, The Milk Show. What? Um, it's called Louder Milk. It's actually called Louder Milk. I don't know what it's it a, is. It's like a dramedy, I think. Oh. And he, uh, as far as I can, I've only seen one episode of it. They've got him cursing like a sailor. That's it's awesome. essentially it's fun for the writers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're like, let's make Brian Regan. It's sort of like the same forty-five-year-old guys who are sitting in a room, like, let's make the two actresses make out, and yeah. let's make Brian Regan swear. <laughs> and, That's uh, a comedy writer porn is making Regan swear. I know it's just fun for them. So, um, but yeah, I'm I'm on the road a bunch with Maria, and then I'm doing my my tickets for Acme uh, in December are already on sale. I would like to sell out. Uh, Acme in Minneapolis. Sure. That's a reasonable Tuesday request. through Saturday. Uh, so if you are anywhere in Minnesota, everyone should just retweet it. How about that? Oh, and it's the last tomorrow's, like the last three days of my Kickstarter. My, my comic book may not be made. You know, it, here's the thing. Like I've tweeted it a couple yeah. times. You've done what but you can. I think as a, per- as a person who reads comic book by Pat Oswald mm-hmm. needs a Kickstarter. The yeah. first thing you're is like, I, there's people that have cancer that need my GoFundMe money. You yeah. know what I mean? No, but, no, you know, I'm with it's, you. It's, um, it's a weird way to to publish a comic book by established artists. You and know? an established pu- publishing company. I yeah. don't understand. I mean, it's sort of a, they've started this thing within Starburn Industries. Mm-hmm. It's It's part of Dan Harmon's thing. Yeah. But he is, of course can't plug it on Twitter because he's not on Twitter anymore. Right. But he also it's so it's it's his baby but it's not. Yeah. So you're like so is it not going to be made if it doesn't get fulfilled? Which would be a drag but I mean the art was really cool. That, so it's it just I a mean, weird way to. It was a weird way to do it. it. I don't know why they did it that way but it's uh, I don't have any of the power. I'm working on a bit about reading Anne Frank to my son. Yeah. And so far I've been on two shows where people also had Anne Frank jokes. Not the same one at all, <laughs> but I was like, oh, I'm, this is second night in a row. I'm the second person to bring up Anne Frank. Why now is everyone glomming onto her again? She was like kind of a hacky punchline for a little while yep. in the 90s. And then we all just left her alone. And now we're all, we're, we're all, all back, back in. Well, I could speculate why, but what it would be very depressing. Girl, it's art. Did you guys finish the book yet? No, we haven't. Fin- We're just reading a couple letters at a time at night. Oh, fair enough. Yeah, before bed. Yeah. Oof. <laughs> <laughs> what else am I supposed to read it to him? Uh, d- right. I I would say something more cheerful before bed. That's not the kind of people we are, Jackie. That's right. I forget about the Kill Martin he's, Creed. He's making a comic a... book called Dead Boy and uh, a female character named Solus who saves the world by dying. So that's not who we are. <laughs> Kyle's in on that kickstart. Uh, All right. Oh, well, my God, Kyle. How how are we? Oh, no. I don't wow. have any more stories. You don't have any more stories? 
I was listening to um, my there favorite murder, though. They're really good. <laughs> but it turns out they're really great. I'm, they're advertising. Wrong. I'm like, they, they um, they're they're doing an ad for um, organic hair color. Yeah. And I'm like, wow. So people like I think if people listen to us, they would like do an, an ad for a brush because I feel like <laughs> our audience, much like us, doesn't brush their hair. Like Karen and George's audience, they, they have they color Lipsticks their hair. They look fucking and, awesome. Yeah, they're fucking tricked out. If we ever get advertising, it'll Stay be basic. Stay sexy, don't get murdered. <laughs> it'll be That's basic. That's their damn slogan. It'll be basic hygiene right. for our audience. Ours is don't get murdered and try to have sex. Wear That's shoes. our slogan. How about that? <laughs> Wear shoes. Hilarious. <laughs> so... Oh boy! Now you're you're actually on your iPhone instead of making. Well, eye no, contact I'm doing the me. same thing you were doing, which is I'm looking for uh, what gigs I'm doing. So it's Ottawa and then Toronto and Buffalo and what the fuck? Yeah, no, I'm doing a lot of LA stuff this month before we go to Vietnam, which is wow. neat. Oh, I am. Oh, I'm also going to DC and Munhall, Pennsylvania. What are you doing in DC with Maria? Wow. The Warner Theater. I almost October had October twelfth. I almost had a weekend there because I have a I have an, a veil. I yeah, I, and then I forgot I I'm doing a special like show at this um, conference about grief in New York City. Wow, uh, that is a niche. Yeah, it's a Saturday night, uh-huh. so I can do it. But uh, I I, I would have had a like a weekend in D.C. and I was going to bring my kid. And were you going to do the the draft house? Was that the place? I, forget, or? I think it was the draft house. Yeah, yeah. I forget. It's that's some the, room That's there. the fun room that, yes. that's supposed to be great. She's doing a, a what looks to be a theater. And I, I get, I'm also going to be there. Uh, but then we're going to Munhall, Pennsylvania. And then she's going to Bethlehem. Mm-hmm. But I want to come home for at least a day and a half before we go to Vietnam. Dude, take every gig. Take every gig. Take every gig. You what? sleep later. <laughs> you turn it down your a, a date with Maria Bamford I to know rest. It. Fuck I know you. It. Fuck That's me. what the plane's for. Well, we are flying business class. Oh my god. What you you could go straight from the gig to Vietnam if you're going business class. You hey, can sleep. Andy, I'll meet you in Vietnam. <laughs> How about that? How about not? You get to rest. What airline? Uh Korean Air. Wow. So the oh, I bet they be treat you nice. It's going to be great. It's going to be real nice. I got a call from Louis Lee, and he was like, did you guys pick your seats yet, Business Air to Korean Air? And he said, you're going Korean Air, right? And I was like, yes. And he said, did you pick your seats? Because you're going to want the – it's going to be an Airbus oh, 360. He, 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 he knew what airplane <laughs> it was going to be. Because he goes Because awesome. he, he goes to Hong Kong a fair, fair amount. Okay. And, um, and so I was like – how do you know what plane it is? He said, it's going to be a 222 configuration. You want the middle two, you'll lay down flat, but you'll both have aisles and so you want it to climb over each other to go to the bathroom. Oh, yeah. And I was like, oh, and so I go online and I check it out. And there it is exactly that. I picked two middle seats for us on each of the flights. Oh, my God. And so. How um, much, can you tell me how much that plane fare is? I think it was, uh, it was, it wasn't, it was like 2,500 each. That's not terrible. I think like this whole thing, and I have been uh, for but three how much months. Was economy. Uh, I think it was like twelve hundred. So I think it was double. Okay. And uh, but the weird thing is, is I don't. I think I might be 
just making up numbers because I feel <laughs> like um, the either the flights were four grand, two mm-hmm. two grand each, or the tour was four grand. All I know was that it all sort of cost $10,000, and I've been throwing money at my credit card in an effort to, to pay it off before we go. Yeah. And um, uh, sort of. Uh, so, But, you know, it's now's a, the time to go. It's a lifetime memory. It's a, it'll be one part the, of it will be flying. Part of it <laughs> part of it'll be flying well-rested. I've well never rested. gotten over flying business class on Emirates <laughs> to Qatar. Oh, yeah. It was... The highlight of my life. No offense <laughs> to you or my son, but <laughs> to oh our my god, friendship. it was amazing. And to the fact that you had a child. <laughs> Kira Sultanovich tonight uh, did two sets, and I got to see the first one. And she's so fucking funny, man. Yes, she's hilarious. She was just knocking it out of the park at this uh, at, at that uh, open space coffee shop over on Cantor's. You know, so that was pretty great. There was like a really good. There's a couple. You know, great articles. Every time, like, a Norm thing happens, you know, there's, like, these great articles that women are writing. And so someone was writing, like, you know, whatever. Norm's really, you know, he's very funny, and there's no reason he shouldn't have a show. But, you know, he he was pals with Letterman. That's oh, right. That's kind of how he got the show. Oh, was and then it you're like, the Slate article? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I then read it's, that. It's like, oh... The Letterman, the guy that barely put on any female comics. Yeah. So there's no female comics that were in the Letterman pipeline to right. also do a show. Right. And the, in the same month, Michelle Wolf's show is taken off there. Now, they're not right. competing shows and they're not alike each other. But it's just like. It, it's just exhausting. It's just. Can we just fucking have some other voices besides established white male comics? Designing women. Dude, that article. Oh my god! We didn't that was talk amazing. about that. We, yes, we have ten minutes, right? Yeah. All right. Uh, that article was fascinating. Linda Bledworth Thomason, the right. showrunner for Designing Women and Evening Shade, yeah. which were huge hits for CBS for and a long time. She had time. a huge deal with them. Yeah, fifty million dollar deal. That article said for, uh, to make five more series, mm-hmm. and he, Moonbez, yeah, killed all of them. Yeah. And, and and kind of uh, gaslit her a little bit. Didn't tell her why. Yeah. And then you just start to look at how the network changed after a while. And all of a sudden the women were being, it. you know, they would have a few like co-stars, female co-stars. And then everyone else's corpses in yeah. fucking detective shows yeah. that are have been mutilated. Those That's how women are being portrayed on CBS. It's really gross. It was like 15 years Skinny of wife to the fat guy. You know, yep. like the Kev- Kevin James thing. Yep. And just... Just um, on and on and on. Yeah. And you made the best point about... <laughs> That's what I like to hear. <laughs> <laughs> Allow me to laud uh, Lori Kilmartin, which is just... You were talking about about not only did this affect her career and, and completely derail her career because she kept working because that's what we do. We keep working. She kept trying. She didn't yeah. get any st- anything else on the air, but she kept trying. Right. And, but she, she kept writing and she kept doing her thing. Right. Because that's well, what she, people do. She had, she kept writing pilots for CBS, but they, they were, they were not getting picked up. I don't think she's had anything on the air since then. What's she living on? Oh, evening shade money. I mean, she has a lot of money. She had a fifty million dollar deal. I mean, whatever. She's got millions and millions of dollars. She's. But the problem is, is she? If she had had five more shows on the air, that's five more. You know, at least thirty. You know, 
I don't know. I'm just making up numbers now, but at least five lead actresses that are have great roles, and they're not, you know, the skinny wife of a of a guy that shouldn't be able to get them. And you have female writers, and then you're training female showrunners who can then start to do their own shows and stuff like that. And that that potential. Uh, generations harvest, are gone. Yeah, harvest of female talent, which would include you and me in that age group. Right. By the way. Right. Is gone. It's over. It's and that was the point yes. that you made that I'm so glad that you just said it again because it's the greatest point in the world is the fact that it's it's 30 women who could have careers at this point at a and, higher and level. Not that you have to worry about anyone's career, but writing really cool shows that are funny. That for women make... by women about women, yes, that... and that maybe guys would like because the women are real and yep, you know it's it's a lot of it's it's and then you and then you know there's other articles that you know how Les Moonves shaped how women are seen and sixty minutes falls under his umbrella and they shaped how Hillary Clinton is seen and then NBC's another problem with how they were shaping you know it's just like holy fucking shit like we're we have been raised in a generation where the the options of what's viable for a female are have been so limited that you either go oh I guess I can't participate in culture because I'm uh, 14 right. and I can't seem to get down to a two. Yeah. Okay. I'll just be over here in this margin where I live. Right. Right. I mean, literally it's, it's slightly maddening. And yeah. So, and then when you think of the parallel with people of color mm-hmm. and how it's even just imagine being a black woman, Right. I mean, you're just right, completely, right, right. you're like, ah, yeah. you're just strangling people. Yes. Yeah. Basically and, strangling them. Yeah. And, oh, right. And of course, detective movies, detective shows, genuinely strangling. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> literally. I'm sure we several extras were murdered during Law and Order and Les Moonves oh, covered it up. Minutes, yeah. But I, I, I don't know if you feel like this, but sometimes I'm like talking to somebody our age, a male yeah. comic who's much more successful. And I just think... I think I look at them and I think, do you ever wonder why you're so much higher up than me? Do you think you're that much funnier than me? Yeah. Because you're fucking not. (laughs) (laughs) I hope they don't realize I'm thinking that. But I frequently think that. Yeah. Well, and and you just you see him and you're like, because, you know, Louis 51. Right. So he's. I mean, if you, you start your career and management starts to see you and they start, you know, people just start rubber stamping and going, yes, yes, yes. And let's get you on this late night show and let's get you this hour. You start to feel positive about yourself. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, hey, I'm funny and everyone seems to think so. Let's keep going. They are not wrong. Versus you're funny, but nobody's interested. And yep. you go, well, I'm just not going to quit. Somebody else, something will happen, right? That is exactly. <laughs> and so you start to go, well, maybe it's this and this and this and that about me. And it's a different experience. It's a very different. It's a very different experience. And Ugh. it just described the last 18 years of my life. <laughs> <laughs> End now. Not the podcast, our lives. <laughs> this is it. Let's get new sneakers. Now leaving Nerdist.com. 